This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This Valentine's Day, celebrate your favorite person with a personal gift from Pandora Jewelry that's as special as your connection. Honor your time together with collectible charms that tell your epic love story. Or show her how well you know her with statement necklaces, earrings, and rings that show off her one-of-a-kind style. For gifts that radiate romance, choose Pandora Jewelry pieces that keep love at the center of your story. Shop in-store or online at Pandora.net. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch and subscribe on YouTube and listen on your podcast platform. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Now be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV by subscribing on YouTube and following them on social media for all the latest Leicester City news and information. Come on you foxes! Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. Hello Fox fans, how the devil are we? It's Thursday night. It's I'm here again. I'm like a I'm like a rash. You can't get rid of me. Scratch me and I'm still here. <laughs> Maybe try a cream. I don't know. Got a match tomorrow night, uh, Newcastle United. The Geordies are coming, and for those of you like me that are working our way through the Vikings, the Northmen are coming. Not only that, 
not only, but also, of course, we've got a little amount of FA Cup coming up. Did you get your tickets? We're going to be speaking to somebody today who um, <laughs> hasn't got tickets himself. And I don't know why I'm friends with him then. I should be friends with his wife, his, I think it's his cousin, his, his son, because they've all got tickets. I was very surprised to get an email quite last night. I don't know if you got an email, but as you know, I'm based on the South Coast and I, and I used to have a season ticket. I don't anymore, but uh, I am sort of a Foxes Club member. And I was very careful how I said that, uh, Craig. Um, but I got uh, an email inviting me to go in for a ballot. I got this back, though. I was unsuccessful, but, you know, for two hours, I could dream. But that's what we do as Leicester fans, isn't it? We dream. I just got to look at the wall and look at these. It's my little mini collection of, uh, I've got the full set now. I'm just waiting for the Leicester one uh, to arrive for this season for all the cup final programmes. I'll tell you what, <laughs> it's quite fun looking through looking through the back. 1949, and there was still advertising beer. Some things never change. Good evening. This is Leicester Till I Die. I'm Chris. How are you doing? Hi, Alan Smith here. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, everybody. Jerry Taggart here. Hey, guys. Ian Hume here, Xbox in the Box. Be sure to watch and listen to Chris on Leicester Till I Die TV. Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube. And Leicester Till I Die TV. Watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels. For the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Of the foxes. Come on, you foxes. Cheers. What does the fox say? Well, that's what the ex-foxes say subscribe we are on live at the moment on the twitter sphere if you're on there at leicester tid i nearly changed the name but i stuck with it in the end facebook the group obviously leicester till i die and youtube please give us a subscribe leicester till i die tv this is show number three out of four for me today i'd like to thank brad for stepping in and taking an extra show off me otherwise i've had five anybody would think i like talking about leicester Somebody else who likes talking about Leicester, a bit of a wise old owl. Bring him in. It's Craig. Good evening, Craig. Good evening, Chris. Good evening, everybody. How are we? Not so bad. And what's this? You can't get a ticket, but the rest of your family can. It does seem that way, although, um, you know, there's always tomorrow. And, uh, you know, I'm uh, I'm a point short of that one as well. So, um, <laughs> yeah, it's not looking great. But um, I'm really, really, really pleased from the bottom of my heart from everyone who's got a ticket. Did that sound sincere? <laughs> no. No, oh, it right. did not. No, no. You need, you need to work on your sincerity, <laughs> Craig, if I'm honest with you. I mean, I, get, I do get why people are upset, obviously. And say for a couple of hours, I'm thinking like, oh, my God, I could be at Wembley. I mean, mm. most of us in recent history... I mean, I've been a couple of times. I've been to Old Wembley, like yourself, to watch the you know the old League Cup finals under yeah. Martin O'Neill. You were probably like me. You were at the Charity Shield uh, when we played Manchester United. So, you know, we have been, and it was Sod's law that we were going to get to Wembley for the final this year with everything that's gone on, and it will be probably Sod's law 
this is the one we win. I can take that. I can take if we win it and we're not there. Mm. But it's good that we've actually got some fans there. I mean, I don't know the exact numbers. That's is it good. six, seven thousand, something like that? Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, go back three or four weeks, and that figure mm. is going to be nil. That's true. Yeah, yeah. I say we we have got to be grateful that there were there are mm. some fans there. I know there was uh, I think a couple of thousand from each team for the Carabao Cup, um, and even they made a difference. You know, the crowd noise sort of echoed around there. So six thousand mm. from each team, although. I think with 9,000 odd tickets going to um, local residents and NHS in London, I think there's every chance there may be a few more Chelsea fans than there are Leicester fans. But uh, but yeah. good luck to everyone who has got a ticket. As I say, I don't mm-hmm. think anything that uh, the club could have done would have kept everyone happy. No. Uh, in no. normal circumstances, every season ticket holder and away priority points person would have got a ticket. So they've had to find yeah. a way. It's exactly. not helped me. You know, in this particular way, as a as a, as a long suffering uh, season ticket holder, but um, you know, yes, I just, we've got lots I of just think if it had, if it had been a normal final, there'd have been obviously a lot more tickets to go round, and we would have, you know, um, you'd have you'd have taken all the season ticket holders and some for the for sort of our, our allocation. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, it, it, like you say, it is what it is, and. I, I just think, like, maybe it's destined that we are – this is our season because of the fact, like you say, that we're there mm-hmm. and we can't see it. Although, having watched Chelsea against Real Madrid, I'm a little bit worried. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I mean, get, getting to the finals has been a test of endurance for us and uh, getting a ticket is a test of endurance as well. And I've got a feeling that the 90 minutes against Chelsea is going to be a test of endurance in its own right. But, um, yeah. I mean, there's a couple of things. I, I'm, I'm, I was very disappointed with the fact that, you know, uh, all fans are being forced to take uh, coaches. Um, mm. And not only that, the fact that they're being forced to pay £40 for the privilege. And um, I, I'm guessing that's because they can't sit people next to each other. It's got to be a socially distanced coach, I would assume, but I'm, I'm not sure because... £40 is a lot of money, and it, apparently it's already been subsidised. Now, I I, um, I sent a, a little Twitter message to our local MP uh, about it because, for me, the being forced to go on the buses is part of the government's test. You know, this is a, is a test event. So if it is a government mm. test, I don't understand why the fans are being forced to foot the bill for it surely that part of it should be subsidised by the government if it's part of a government test. Yeah. Like, like I think like we say, um, we're not going to please everybody, are we? And uh, we, we, we've, we've got to take it at the end of the day. If you're lucky enough to get a ticket, would you pay the £40 or, you know, would you sooner not pay the £40 and not go? That's the... Mm. I, but I do, I do get what you're saying. The, the, but there's just, there's just no way of, of, you know, I don't think pleasing everybody is there. No, it's true. And I did see someone online today say, um, you know, uh, over the past God knows how many years, we would have all moved heaven and earth to get hold of a cup final ticket uh, to see us play in a cup final, and now we're yeah. being asked to do it. So um, I guess we can't complain too much. 
No, but, you know, come on, we're, we're, we're Leicester fans, aren't we? So I suppose at the end of the day, <laughs> we're going to, uh, we are going to, uh, we are going to complain, aren't we? You know, <laughs> but um, so nope, uh, I'm going to come on to that in one second. That, that popped up mm. earlier than I thought. Facebook user here, not sure who you are, mate. Stick your name at the end, but you said we will win. Um, I really I mean, hope I mean, that's you hope what? Sorry, I really hope that's Mason Mount who's uh, <laughs> made that comment. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Do us a favour. I loved. I don't know if you saw it. I haven't got it handy here, but um, Andy King's tweet: a picture of him, mm. Ben Chilwell, and Riyad Mahrez, and I knew one of us would play in the Champions yeah. League final. <laughs> you, you, you got to love him. How, how many of these do you remember, then, Craig? Um, to be honest, <laughs> none. Um, you, you may be surprised, even for the, the 69 um, final, I was still fairly young. I was alive for it, but I was still fairly young and not living in a in a household at the time that were um, really into football. It sort of passed mm -hmm. me by. So, um, so I don't remember any of them. Obviously, I've seen um, clips of them in subsequent years, but at the time, yeah, yeah none for me. Chris, how about you? I just about remember the the first one. I, I remember at half time having my bottle. Uh, no, no. I I was eight when that was played, and I, I I remember it was black and white. I remember sort of watching it, but that's all. Do you know what I mean? I don't remember any yeah. reactions or or, or or anything like that. Mm -hmm. but, um, but I want I want to bring this up. If if this will work this time, um, I want to because I don't know if you saw this in in, in the sun today, but. It was trying to explain what happens if Chelsea finish fifth and win the Champions League and Arsenal win the Europa League, will West Ham miss out? And to be honest with you, have a look at that page. Um, Chelsea and Man City will meet Istanbul uh, in the Champions League final, although it might now be Villa Park, apparently. Arsenal, obviously, if they win tonight, could face Manchester United in the Europa League final. If if I mean the silly thing is that if Arsenal win, the get through to the final and win it, and yet yeah. they finish tenth in the Premier League, they will be in the Champions League. Yep. You know how silly is that? And then it is possible, depending where we finish, that we could miss out. It says that yep. England has seven places with the top four in the Prem qualifying for the Champions League. Uh, that's for the, I'll say for Europe. Fifth in the table, and the FA Cup winners go into the Europa League. And from this season onwards, the Caribou Cup winners will go into the new Europa Conference League. This means the team finishing sixth take the Conference League spot with a place in the final playoff round at the end of August. Hang on, but Leicester and Chelsea have also played in the FA Cup final. How does that impact things? Assuming both of them finish in the top six likely but not yet confirmed it means sixth place takes a europa league place and seventh in the table means the conference league that's clear isn't it you know when we were talking about uh, tests of endurance yes i know i actually read it and i mean guys go and have a look i'm not going to read it all out for you but you can see you can see it is there it's it's on the sun it's on the leicester city page spot yeah. bother what happens if chelsea finish fifth to win champions league arsenal win europa league west ham and i read it and i've got to be honest with you 
I was none the wiser when it when it ended. I think we've just got to do the best we can, finish as high as we can, and we'll we'll see what happens. I think the biggest threat to us would be Arsenal winning the um, Europa League, though. Yeah. I, I I agree, and um, it was interesting there. But obviously, from reading that, they they assume that we're going to finish third, which um, you know is is a positive. Yeah. Doesn't actually affect anything, yeah. but they clearly think we're going to finish uh, third, so it won't affect us. But yeah, Arsenal's are the main danger of that. It is, I mean, but and I, I am going to move on in a second. But it, it's just, is it not silly? that, you know, somebody 10th finishes in the Champions League. When I was growing up, and it wasn't the Champions League then, when I was when I was a lad than us, I'm gonna I'm gonna go into Geordie. I was speak I was speaking to a Geordie <laughs> last night. A Geordie said I got a Geordie after my hey man. I'm gonna end up talking like that. Um but um it was it was the champions. You know whoever finished first went into the champions Yep. into the European Cup, uh, whatever it was. I can't even remember what it was called, to be honest with you. And then second, third, fourth went into what is now the Europa League. So there's yep. none of this finishing fourth and, you know, ending up as, as you know, in the Champions League. Mm. Let's face it, the Champions League was the forerunner or is the forerunner of this ECL that they tried to get going. Yeah. It is, but at least uh, this one isn't a close shot. So, um, no. but yeah, you're right. I mean, I think the thing is they gave. It's only a fairly recent thing that they've given a, a Champions League spot to the winners of the Europa League because they wanted to give more gravitas to the Re Europa League. Because at the end of yeah. it, there, there wasn't really a a reward other than a trophy for winning it. Um, mm -hmm. So a lot of the the bigger clubs were. We're not taking it as seriously, shall we say? And I, I, and I hesitate to say the bigger clubs, but um, yeah. but they were. But now the fact that it is a backdoor route almost into the Champions League, um, it's there, and we we've got to deal with it. And as you say, we've got to just make sure that uh, obviously all we'll all be our fingers crossed that Arsenal get knocked out tonight. Uh, sorry, yeah. Miss Millinger, if you're watching. No, but um, <laughs> I was actually, I was actually. She did a show earlier, and I actually went. Uh, I didn't go on it, but I was, I was in the comments, and I said, I'm torn because, you know, I like Melina. She's obviously a mod for me on here. She helps me out a lot, uh, but I really want them to lose tonight, or, or at least if they get through to the final, then lose the final. But I tell yeah. you what. You, you you can I mean the first question this is a yes or no are Arsenal fans deluded? <laughs> I mean I thought I th and this is no disrespect to Miss Molina who uh, who isn't she she she's uh, very much says it as it is at the moment but mm -hmm. for me I thought Tottenham fans were deluded I've got to be honest with you but mm -hmm. I was watching this the, the Arsenal and they're saying like you know Arsenal are a big club. So that basically guarantees them everything, you know. Mm. And I'm going, well, hang on a second. Technically speaking, Bolton Wanderers are a big club. Preston North End, Blackpool are big clubs. I mean, I know Arsenal, in fairness, have been around a hell of a long time. And, they, they you know, on that purpose, they would still be. But they say, no, they're not big clubs. I mean, you can't just take what the last 20 years has done mm -hmm. It, and this yeah. is what gets me. You know, why should you be 
classed as a big club you know why should it be the top six you know it, it it's and I, I say i don't think we will break into the top six i think we'll just make it if we carry on like this the top seven i think um i think what they're struggling to come to terms with is the fact that the premier league is changing and we know that you know the more money that is in the premier league the better the teams will come, will, will become, mm. and therefore it will yeah. get more more difficult to be in the top four. That that's just the nature of it, and they have to to get used to it now. The fact that the sort of middle to lesser teams have more money than the majority of other teams in Europe, bar the top three, four, five in each of the top leagues, so they can go and you know pinch all the best players from uh, from around Europe now. So. It's, it's bound to happen that year on year, the Premier League strength in depth goes deeper down the table. So it is going to be difficult for them. And they, unfortunately, they just have to get used to it. They are a big yeah. club. They're not a big team. Indeed. Indeed. Um, Rob, Champions League is in our hands and we will, if we miss out, it's our fault. I'm, I was talking to the Newcastle fan earlier and we talk about different ends of the table and... If we miss out, we miss out. You know, it, football is football. You win some, you lose some. That's that's how football works. Mm -hmm. And you climb up or you go down. And despite the, what the you know the so-called big six wanted to do, that's how football works. But even for me, although it would be a disappointment if we did not finish in the top four again, because again we're the only team that's been there all season. And let's say we finished fifth. Yes, it will be a disappointment, but it's mm. it's not the end of the world for me as a Leicester mm. fan because, you know, Leicester finishing fifth two seasons on the trot, to me, is still a bloody big, you know, achievement. It is. It's not that long ago, is it, that, um, okay, if you take out the the, the league-winning year as, a, as a, sort of almost a freak thing, you know, we were just striving to get in Europe, mm. you know, uh, and it's only the fact that we've been so high up the table in the both last season and this season that our finishing spot, if it was outside the top four, becomes a disappointment, as you say. And it's just that. It's a disappointment. But if you look at the uh, season as a whole, we've already got more points than we had last season. And at the end of it, yeah. that's what you go into each season hoping for. Can you see improvement? The fact yeah. that we've had some horrendous injuries and we've still managed to cling on, yeah, it will be a disappointment, and it will be really difficult to get over that disappointment. Mm. But in the cold light of day, it has been a successful season, and we have improved. Yeah, as Ranieri so eloquently put it, I just want forty-one points. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh, Going to say good evening and welcome along to Cricket Field NTV. Uh, hi guys, hope you're well. Do a job on the Geordie boys. Um, my, my my second home. This guy's from Burnley, and uh, yeah. I love I love the fact that Turf Moor's got an end to the ground called the Cricket Field. <laughs> likes to be likes to be different to Turf Moor and Burnley people. Yeah. I tell you, but welcome along, mate. Thanks for joining us. Right, I think we've probably done um, the, the Europa uh, Europa League, Champions League, and FA Cup to bits. We, we have got a game on Friday, and we'll talk about that straight after we're back. Straight after this. Leicester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now.
Indeed. Um, Friday night, again, two nights on the trot. Um, we have got the Geordies are coming to town, and it's Friday the 7th of May, tomorrow night, 8 o'clock kickoff at the KP. It's on Sky Sports, and if you want to listen rather than watch, LCFC Radio, wherever you are in the world, by tuning into the website, or BBC Radio Leicester, if you want to listen to Ian Stringer and Friends, and you are in the county. We we have got a lot of games coming up, have we not, Craig, in a short space of time? This is Friday. Man United on Tuesday. Can't believe I'm going to say this. The FA Cup next Saturday. Chelsea on the Tuesday after, and then Spurs at the weekend. Yeah, I thought I, I must admit I thought the Man United was on Wednesday, not Tuesday. But I, I bowed down be. to your. Uh... To no, your, no, no, no. Uh... <laughs> it may well be. You know me. I spent all day after what we spoke about before we came on. It quite possibly is the Wednesday, <laughs> in fairness. Yes. Yeah, but we have. I mean, we've we've had a really uh, tough um, schedule recently. Anyway, I think we had four games in thirteen days or something. Whereas the likes of Crystal Palace had one. I guess that's the um, the downside of being a successful team. The um, I mean, Man United have got a really shocking schedule coming up with the uh, postponement of the Liverpool game. I think they've now got um, like four games in 10 days or something. Um, so, you know, a good result for us against Newcastle and with the amount of games that Man United have got coming up, there's a real chance for us to, to go after second, let alone um, thinking about hanging on to third. Yeah. As David said there, good evening, Dave, good evening, Scott, and good evening, Robert, by the way. Um, it's a catch-22 as we'll be in the same situation next year. We must win tomorrow. Now, I was speaking, like I say, to, to, to Jay from uh, Retro NU, uh, NUFC TV, and uh, it's a new channel. Go and give him a support, give him a watch. It's uh, he's, a, he's a proper Geordie. You will need a, a Geordie England translating book, though. Um I'm worried about tomorrow night. I'm not going to lie. Newcastle, nine points ahead of Fulham. They play Fulham. So basically, Fulham have got to win every game, including Newcastle. Mm. And Newcastle have got to lose every game for, for Fulham even to be in with a possibility of staying up. So it's not going to happen. Newcastle mm. are safe. It's a case of whether they finish 15th, 16th, 17th. I'd be interested to see whether they turn up tomorrow thinking there's no pressure on them. A bit like when Sheffield United, once mm -hmm. you're relegated, that pressure's off you. Yeah. Or whether they come along thinking we're, we're, we know, we're on the beach already, so to speak. Yeah, I think there is that. But at the end of it, you've still got to have um, some talent on the pitch, you know. And we know that they have got some talent on the pitch, you know. Um, so Maximum is real, real danger yeah. on his day. Um He's, you know, he's injury prone. So I wouldn't surprise me if um, if Brendan tells them to get one or two little early digs in. Mm. Um, uh, Callum Wilson, again, on his day. I've been quite impressed with Callum Wilson this season, probably more so than I was when he was at Bournemouth. I think uh, he leads the line well and, and he, he plays on the last man. You know, you're talking about uh, someone who's Jamie Vardy-ish, maybe not as quick, but he plays right on the shoulder of the last man. Very often he uh, he gets gets it wrong and he, he runs offside. But the way that we we defend sometimes, you know, trying to play offside, yeah. 
that could be a danger. I think we need to just be dropping off there, not trying to try and be clever. We need to drop off and not give him a chance to get in behind because he will do it. Beyond that, you know, you, you look beyond that and there's not a great deal. Uh, I saw um, uh, a Geordie uh, Newcastle website um, quite openly and honestly going through their team and asking if any of their team would get <laughs> into the Leicester yeah. side. And yeah. Um, yeah. I think the only one who got close was St. Maximan, but they basically said no. <laughs> that, no. <laughs> uh, if, if everyone in our team was fit, there's no way any Newcastle players getting in our team. So, yeah, yes, we all worry because we're Leicester City fans, but mm. we shouldn't. You know, we should have enough quality to win the game. I think so. I mean, you know, again, talking to, to, to Jay, he, you know, he was basically once you get past St. Maxim, man, and uh, and possibly Callum Wilson, that's kind of it. That's what they pin all their hopes on. Um, we've just seen, um, oh, I've just got coming in. It looks like, I don't know whether these are related at all, but it looks like the Gamble brothers are in. Michael Gamble's got his, um, got my cup tickets. David Gamble's also got his cup tickets and maybe i need to change my name and we should have taken well, a gamble on it yeah. taking a gamble on you see what i did there yeah all yeah. right moving very on very good very good chris yeah yes. yeah well done guys and enjoy it yeah enjoy it. we're not jealous at all but no seriously have a have a great time enjoy it and i and i hope it's uh everything that we could hope for um we're going to be talking rob about Craig's team, as we always do later. Uh, you'd like to see Madison drop tomorrow, need more penetration, and he's been weak last few games. I'm not sure because for me, and I said whether he's in or he's out of your team, he is at least, and I know he's, he's, he's you know, a few of them have been sort of, you know, up into Rose Z, but he has at least been taking shots. Mm-hmm. He has, but to be fair, I remember Jeff Schluck taking shots. Um, yeah. uh, you know, it's all right taking shots if there's not a better option on. And it was almost for me like he was trying to impress a little bit too much. There was mm. um, there were opportunities, and at the very, very highest end of uh, end of the game, it's about decision making. You know, can you make the right decision at the right time? And that's what separates out. All these players are good players. They're Premier League mm -hmm. players. What makes a really great player is picking the right pass at the right time, taking the shot at the right time. Those moments are what mm -hmm. change games. We saw it in a, in a couple of games last night, over the, the last couple of nights. Results could have been different if people had made different decisions. Um, yeah. So that's that's where I was a little bit disappointed with him. It was almost like he'd... He took those words that he said a couple of weeks ago that he's got something to prove uh, after the the uh, the Perez party, um, and he was trying a little bit too hard for me. And uh, you've got to put the team first. With this, and and and, and I hate to say it, I told you so, but I, I do remember saying my worry was that you know when they came back, those players that they might just try too hard, um, but. You know, I suppose there's no easier way to forgive a player than when 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 they score a goal. Mm. Did you see? As I haven't seen it, I don't know whether you saw Brendan Rodgers' press conference today. Because um, no, no, I was looking at the injuries. Somebody may be able to say it. earlier in the week, um, mm. Johnny Evans was 75% fit, so 25% yeah. therefore unfit. My maths isn't that bad. <laughs> I can work that one out. Uh, but I presume he's going to be fine. To go in, where's Morgan? 
well, you know, he's played his last game. It would be nice if he can come on for the last two or three minutes in the cup final. But I think I think we've seen the the the, the end of him as a sort of any mm-hmm. significant contribution. Apart from that, Harvey Barnes and James Justin are the two obviously only two misses, but they are two massive misses. But you know, you look at Newcastle there; they've got you know more injuries than we have at the moment. Yeah, I think we've had our fair share, though. I think every team yeah. this season is, is going to go through a period of having players out. Um, those players, they're missing there. I mean, Ryan Fraser's been really disappointing for me. He's, uh, he, he, you know, he could have stayed and helped Bournemouth uh, in the last few games, uh, but he didn't. He basically took himself out. I think almost re- refused to play last season uh, in the final few games because he didn't want to get injured and, and ruin a move. And um, so he's been disappointing for me. Lasalle's, you know, for me, sometimes I, I would rather he plays because I think he's got a mistake in him. He, he's very, very uh, up and down, uh, Lasalle's. Mm. And, and Shaw the same. You know, defensively, they've got some sound and solid defenders, but they've all got a mistake in them. Um, and that's what I'm hoping for tomorrow, to be honest, that they make a few. Yes, yeah. Um, Facebook user Morgan on only if we're three nil up in the final. Like I say, yeah, uh, for the last few minutes. David Gamble, uh, am I the only one going to get uh, you a pint in the Jolly Sailor? Yeah, I think you are, David. But if you know if anybody else is, you know, coming down to Paul for the holidays because they can't go abroad, Jolly Sailor, give me a message. I'll meet you in there. It's round the corner. Mine's a pint of Thatchers or Magnus. I'm not particularly fussed either way. Um, We've got a good record against Newcastle, though, haven't we? You know, I mean, looking at that, there, we, you know, we that they've beaten us once in the last five games, and you know, a couple of those five three five nils, three nils. Yeah, we have got uh, we have got a good record uh, against them. Um, I went up to the away game a couple of seasons ago when we won three two. I think um, it was one of those rare occasions where. Um, Damari Gray scored the winner, but um, right. but no, we have we have got a good re- record. We've got a decent record at home against them. You know, as you say, that five nil um, uh, sticks in the memory. But yeah, it's it's different, isn't it? This season is different. We've seen it. You know, away and home form is almost flipped around, and there's no real um, benefit to playing at home when there's no fans. So, yeah. um, and in many ways, you know, you, you could you could argue that. Um, Newcastle are one of the teams who have benefited from not having fans because they do tend to get on their back when it's not yes. going well up there. And uh, yeah. and I'm sure Mike Ashley would have been getting loads of stick um, <laughs> if fans Indeed. were in for their home game. So they've they've almost got away a little bit lightly this season. But yeah, yeah we've got a good record against them, and uh, there's no, I don't see any reason to not think that will continue. I must admit, I remember that five nil game because that was the first time. Um, my uh, son brought his his now um, girlfriend round uh, mm-hmm. to watch a game of football with us, and we won five nil. Mm-hmm. And the second game that we saw was Southampton away on a Friday night in in the rain. <laughs> <laughs> so she kind of became a lucky mascot mm-hmm. for, for quite a while. But I'm not sure whether she's actually seen Leicester lose or not. I don't think she has, you know. <laughs> but last game. 2 1. Mm. It wasn't as easy. Oh, bloody Andy Carroll still popping up there yeah. and causing us heartache. He always seems to get one against us, doesn't he? 
He does. I mean, he did it. Um, he caused trouble, didn't he, when he was at West Ham in the, yeah, in the yeah. title-winning season? I think he he won the penalty and then scored it in that uh, yeah. that famous two-two game. But yeah, he's always a danger, isn't he? Especially late on in a game when they start just throwing the ball in. Um, they've not done it recently. They've they've, they've left him on the bench, uh, and he, he's come on really, really late. Um, they've been bringing, I think, Joe Willock, who's um, on loan yeah. from Arsenal, has been their super sub in recent weeks unfortunately yeah. he couldn't play against his no. parent club against arsenal yeah. but he's come in with uh some decent goals and they have got a decent record of scoring late to be honest uh i think that I, I i know we've got the best record but yeah. i know over recent weeks they've scored some really late goals to get themselves points in a couple of games I don't mind having that record. It would do my heart a lot, lot better if we had the record for scoring early rather than late. Um, would be nice. But uh, apparently, yeah, Joe Wilcox is the like he's one of their best players, and yet he's not mm. even their player. You know, mm. uh, TM. Good evening. Um, sorry you're late. Well, like I said to the last week, when somebody was late, I hope you've brought a note. Quite from right. your <laughs> yeah, and I expect you to sort of send that over to me straight away with with <laughs> deepest apologies and and a couple of cans as well. Um, <laughs> Rob, what's this one? Better get around FA Cup final day then, Chris. Oh, I believe we will. I believe we will. Uh, um, let, let, I still can't believe it's next week. But anyway, getting back to getting back to Newcastle. Mm. Um, second week running. We've got a chance to go out and make a statement because we're playing first. Last season, last season, last week, we didn't take advantage of that. Mm -hmm. And again, I think that proved the old adage that when a team goes down to 10 men, they can be harder to play against. You know, that 9-0 was complete. I, you know, I said to my son, because once mm -hmm. they got the player sent off and it was 1-0, I went, right, this is going to be a tough game now. Yeah. And at the end of it, he goes like, "What well, was there? Was that tough game, Dad?" And uh, <laughs> I mean, I reminded him on Friday that there, there was the tough game for you. You know, mm. again, we we need the win as well because to give us that, you know, because we want the other teams to be playing catch up still, don't we? Exactly. As as the games tick by, you know, points in the bank um, are, are important, aren't they? Because it, it almost not demoralizes but you you know that when when we watch a game and um the the chasing pack are uh are playing and losing the lift that it gives us and i'm sure it gives the players that and you're willing them to win so if we go and get another three points the, the other teams know that they've got to win just to keep up with us you know yes. and keep the gap the same as it is so it is a real big opportunity to put some pressure on you know, going back another sort of seven points or whatever, ten points over some teams, with four games to go, that's that's a lot. You know, you, you're talking mm. about this weekend's games could take some teams out of the equation of being able to catch us if we get these three points. So it is important. Yeah. TM, go on then. I'll forgive you this once. Just just don't yeah, be I'm doing it sure again, young lady. Don't be doing it again. You know, I, I tell Craig off when he's late, don't I, Craig? Mm, yeah. He doesn't. <laughs> um, David, and this is funny you mentioned this, David. All I hope for tomorrow is no ponderous build-up. It was infuriating to watch versus Southampton. Keep Newcastle on the heels if they are defensive, if they don't have speed, to be honest, so we need to be sharp. I was I was say I was on the Spurs um, chat earlier. It's, it is on now. That that show is on our 
uh, YouTube channel, Lester Till I Die TV. Go and watch it. I I, I give them a good reason why why Brendan won't go to Tottenham. So I <laughs> I didn't regretted asking me on actually. But the the question that he asked me, and it's something you make the point you make there, David, is what if anything are are you unhappy about Brendan? And I said sometimes it is the ponderous playing at the back and and playing out from the back, and it can cost us because I don't think we're we're good enough at it yet. And we see sometimes, you know, if we if we do like that in the Champions League, if we get to the Champions League, we are going to be punished. Um, I, I I'm just not a fan of playing it around the back all the time. No, and and, and it is frustrating because um, you know how many times have we we heard Brendan after a game, come out and say we were too slow in moving the ball in the first half yeah. and we picked up in the second half or we were too slow in moving the ball the whole time. But mm-hmm. it doesn't seem to change. And it seems to have this this theory that, for me, isn't working this year, particularly Johnny Evans. But I've noticed it um, with uh, Soyuncu in recent weeks as well. That they Well, Johnny Evans just stands on the ball. We know that. you know He, he, yeah. he looks like he's posing for his uh, Bobby Moore-style statue. He's not um, a bad header of the ball, though, is he? He's not a bad header of the ball, but but that one. I, what I'd like to see the next time he just stands there and puts his foot on the ball that he folds his arm in proper Bobby Moore fashion. <laughs> um, but Soyuncu's done the same as well, and they and they mm. they tend to want the opposition to come to them, but the mm. opposition these days don't do that. What it gives them is time to go and sit back and get into yeah. a formation. Yeah. Soyuncu in recent weeks has been running out with the ball, but nobody's come to him. So what, what all it's doing is concertinaing the play when he's got an early ball on to Thomas. The last couple of weeks he's done this, play an early ball and Thomas can get away, but he tends to run with it and the team just drop back into their defensive formation. So that's the biggest issue with me, that, that the release of the ball from the back three, you know, it, it has to be quicker. Yeah. We saw it when uh, they brought Mark Albrighton on against Southampton. Mm. I'm not sure he got a pass, you know, uh, you know, during yeah. the game of any yeah. notes that was quick and allowed him to actually get at the back four of the Southampton. That said, you know, we're in an FA Cup final. We're sitting third. We're 63 points. We're, we're being picky to, 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 to man. I, I did say yeah. that to the Spurs guys. I did say, you know, at the end of the day, this is being very picky because yeah. nobody's going to, you know, we're fans, we're fickle fans. You know, if, if Pep Guardiola walked into the club tomorrow and said, I'm taking over, we would find fault with him. You know, this is oh, this is what football fans do. <laughs> we are. Uh, but, but check that out. As I say, Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube. Give us a subscribe while you're there. And have a look. It's under Leicester Till I Die TV away. It's all our, our away shows. And um, it's a bit of a laugh. They, they, they are the, the, the good guys. They are a bit of a laugh. Scott's coming back at you here, I think, um, Craig. I'm going to have to disagree. Ooh, you're very brave, Scott. I've got to be honest with you. Uh, I think they have speed in the team, i.e. Wilson, Maxim and Cimarron are relatively quick players. I just don't, I just think they don't pass the ball around as quick as we can. I think um, I, I'm not sure whether you, you, you misunderstood me because two of those were the players that I picked out, and I did yeah. say that uh, Callum Wilson plays right on the edge, um, mm. so we would get caught out because he likes to play on the last man, uh, and yeah. it is a danger for us, and we can't. So that's why I said we need to drop off because they have got uh, 
pacing uh, in behind. So I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. I'm uh, going to say good evening to Retro. Um, that's the Newcastle site, Retro NUFC TV. I uh, say check his channel out. It was there, it was on okay. his earlier. And uh, you'll be able to, to see that on YouTube later on when it when it's uploaded. Jay, stay there because um, we will maybe try and get you on for a quick chat later yeah. uh, when when we've when we've caught up a little bit. So don't go don't go away, mate. But uh, but do stay there. Um, and I hope this doesn't make you too miserable that uh, we're saying how good Leicester are while while you while you're watching this. That said, I'm about to big them up because. Looking at the current run, you know, the current form guide here, they've actually got a better sort of record over the last five games than we have. Yeah, they have. I mean, as I say, a couple of those were, were very good wins. Mm -hmm. a, a really good win against West Ham when yeah. uh, I'm sure Newcastle fans' hearts were in their mouths and uh, and they were having a good old moan when they let uh, go a, a 2 0 lead against West Ham. But mm -hmm. to have the resilience to come back again and what i would say is whether whether people like steve bruce whether they like the style of football he plays is one thing but i don't think you could say that the team don't play for him the amount of late goals that newcastle have got they um they definitely oh, thanks scott um yeah. they definitely that, they're scott. definitely playing they're, they're definitely playing for um playing for Steve Bruce, as I say, you know, every, everybody has their opinion on, on his style of football, but they, they are playing for him and, and the number of late goals that they've got, that that was a perfect example for, of a team who still had the desire not to sort of just feel sorry for themselves and take the point when they got pegged back against West Ham, but went again and got the winner. And I think this, the same is summed up, I think, in that Liverpool game. I mean, I watched yeah. the first half for that Liverpool game. And I have to be honest with you, and this was something I said to, 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 to the Newcastle guy earlier and last night, it was almost, I mean, they got that early goal mm -hmm. and had Liverpool's shooting been on target, mm -hmm. it could have been 9-0 at half-time. Yeah. You know, Jota himself could have got four or five and and but Bruce didn't, you know. You you would look at that, and it was, you know, it, it, it was just like you know, popping your head up over the trenches and seeing like twenty odd tanks coming towards you. <laughs> and and he didn't seem to. He just seemed to be happy, just sort of to, to hold it on and block and hope they mm. carried on missing. And I made this point earlier: is that I honestly think if Leicester don't do what we did against South, you know, against say Palace and concede mm -hmm. a, a stupid sloppy goal at the back, but that's always in the Leicester uh, psyche mm -hmm. that we can do that. If we can get an early goal against Newcastle, mm -hmm. I think the heads will go down. And I think we, again, we could get three, four, five again. Um, I, I'm, I'm not sure. I'd, I'd like to think so, but as I say, you know, in recent weeks, um, yes, they did give a lot of chances away to Liverpool and they didn't take them. And, and obviously the longer a game goes at, at one nil, the other team does start the belief. Yeah. So I would say if we get one, I think the important thing is to get the second one. I know that sounds yeah. obvious, but to get the second one, and then it does become a bit of a, a mountain almost for for Newcastle to come back. Because I don't think they've come back from, uh, from a couple of goals. But while they're in a game and you've got three players up front, St. Maximin, Wilson and Almiron, who are all quick, 
they are set up to play on the break. So the danger is, obviously, the teams that we've struggled with uh, at home, West Ham, Fulham, they've hit us on the break. Even the Palace goal was a, was a one on the break that we almost switch off. Um, so I think it's really important. But they, they have got players who can hurt us. I just think if we are on our game, I think we will make chances. It comes down to whether we can take them. Will we take them? Is is this the game we're going to see Vardy get back on form? Well, I hope so. I mean, I was really disappointed. I don't know. I, I replayed that chance that he had against Southampton over and over in my head. So I, God knows how many times he he played it. You know, you're just thinking, can we have that moment again? Just lift it and it's three points in the bag. We're all really, really happy. But he didn't. Um I think the number of chances that you take, the more chances you take, you, you create as a striker, you know, you are going to get some. Um, I think I, th I think he will get enough chances to, to slot one away. And, you know, maybe, maybe there's other players in the team that I've chosen who may get a goal as well. We, 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 we will see. We will see. Yeah. I mean, that said, you look at our last five, and like, I mean, we have only won two of the last five, but... You know, let let let's put that on in in perspective. The, the, the first one of those was Man City, and yeah. we basically, I think, like most teams, we tend to look at it and go, "Yeah, we're playing Man City now." That I know we beat them at the start of the season, but now that's a that's a bit of a given, you know. Uh, West Ham, the same with everything that had gone on with the party and the players and what have you. Yeah. It was kind of, um, you know. Again, almost almost a given. So yeah, I'm not surprised with that. We then had probably, to be honest, the easiest game I think we've had all season. I think that West Brom side that turned up were the worst team we'd played. Yeah. We we came back against Crystal Palace, which was nice to see the fact that when we yeah. do go down, and I mentioned this to you before, I think Craig, mm. like like the old Liverpool side, so there wasn't any panic there. Brendan no. didn't suddenly go into sort of oh my god, hoof it up. He waited for the chance. You know, it was almost like watching a boxing match where you're slowly wearing the other team down. And 2-1, and I, I'm getting that in Southampton, it was the 10-man, mm. uh, you know, Huthenthal, I think, had learned his lesson <laughs> when, when, when he goes down to 10 men. Although that's, of course, now been rescinded. And I think if, if I take off yeah. my blue-tinted glasses, I think it was probably fair that it was rescinded. Um, but do you, I mean, I often feel... It's the odd game where we know we, we've had bad games this season where you're thinking, bloody hell, you know, you know I'll put my boots on and, you know, we, we could beat, beat Leicester. But generally speaking, when we go down, I've always got a belief that we're not out the game, that we could come back and, and win it. And that was the last time I've, I felt like that was probably the, the, the season we won the, won the damn thing. Yeah, I mean, you probably go back a little bit before that, you know, the um, to the, to the O'Neill years, maybe even back to Brian Little, but that's where mm. the foxes never quit came from. Yeah, you know that that phrase came from the fact that we were never beaten, we never felt like we were beaten, and there was always a late goal in us. I think the difference these days is that it's a belief in the process and a belief in the way that we play, that we have enough talented people on the pitch that we will make chances and. Even yeah. though we didn't play well against Southampton, we still had two or three chances that we could have gone on and won that game. So, yeah, we don't panic. We we stick with the principles. It does get frustrating sometime when we all think there is no plan B. Um, it, if there is a plan B, it tends to be further back down the pitch. It's, it's definitely not a uh, 
throw someone on, on up front and uh, and throw balls in the box. We don't yeah. have anybody we could do that with anymore yeah. these days anyway. But, yeah, we, I think – I don't know. It's, it's difficult, isn't it? As a fan, you, you, we're also having mm. to learn as well to be patient and yeah. and believe in the fact that we have got the players to create chances. But it's not easy to do, is it? And it is a different style of play because we keep mm. going back, I think, as Leicester fans. We go, yeah. But when we won the league, we played this way. And it's like, yeah, thing, things move on, you know. Like, yeah. like the playing out from the back is very much sort of the in thing at the moment. Yeah, the one up front yeah. is, is the in thing. But, mm. I mean, th this is what we've got coming up. And we touched on it earlier. You know, Newcastle tomorrow night. Um, Man United... Um, I think that, I think we've got Man United away. Yeah, Man United. We've got three away games technically. <laughs> Count the fact that we're the, yeah. we're the away club in the FA Cup. Um, again, Jay earlier he said like you've got a really, you know, hard finish. Have we got a hard finish? Because at the end of the day, oh, sorry, nearly took you out then, Craig. <laughs> at the end of the day, we are third in the league. Mm. you know should we think these are hard games because man united we, we've beaten them once this season comfortably chelsea mm. and i do know they're a different animal now spurs mm. you know they haven't even got a proper manager at the moment we are the third best team we haven't been out the top four all season why should we think it's hard we're just playing at our level now are we not well, we are. I think it's a historical um, feeling of being a Leicester fan that you have that sort of inferiority complex. Um, uh, I was going. I was just going to say, I always like it when you put those uh, those graphics up, you know, seeing the badges. Because I was talking about this at work the other day. It just reminds me of the the old days of when I was a few years younger, and you used to get the old Texaco coins from, oh, the, uh, from the petrol yes. station. With the yes. old club badges on. Um, uh, yes. Anyway, that's an aside, and I'm just showing my age. Uh, let's move on. <laughs> um, yeah. So um, yeah, we, we are. We we have that inferiority complex. You know, we we don't. We always rally against the fact that there's a big six or a top six or whatever. But then we always think when we're playing any of them that they're tough games. We can't really have it both ways. You know, we've got to be thinking now um, that, that we're up there on merit. And they should be worrying about playing us as much as we worry about playing them. It'd be interesting to know, again, we talked about us getting three points over the weekend. If Man United win their game over the weekend, whether that puts them definitely in the top three or the top four with a Champions League place, whether mm. they can start turning towards looking at the Europa final that they're definitely going to be in and whether they start resting a few players. Maybe I'm just uh, hoping a little bit there, but you never know. Well, they have got, um, you know, like you say, Arsenal, they're, they're technically out of it, but you've got, you know, Chelsea have got a Europa League final, uh, sorry, a Champions League final, doing them an injustice yeah. there to come. You've got Man United have got a Europa League final. Man City, they've, they've won the damn thing anyway. You know, Chelsea have also got an FA Cup final. They have got, you know, a few balls that they've got to juggle in the air. Yeah, yeah, we're we're. I know we've got an FA Cup final, but you know we should be single-minded, particularly this week. Um, 
And for the Man U game, for me, you know, we, sh we should be only thinking about the cup final after the Man United game has finished. You know, yeah. that's when you should start looking at it because, you know, these are two big games, you know, four points from them. You know, I'd love six. I'd really love six. I think six, these two games would see as home and dry, but I definitely like uh, like four points minimum from these two games. So he's, he's got to focus on these. This is it. Mm. You know, the Champions League, we're at the, at the business end. And, you know, somebody touched on it earlier about missing out on the Champions League does affect who we can buy over the summer. We're already hearing talks about this uh, Robin Goosens from Atalanta hanging on and waiting to see whether we're in uh, in Champions League next season because players will have other options, you know. So it is really important. So I, th I think the focus has to be on these next two games before we even start thinking about a cup final. Yeah. Scott said, I don't know if um, Jay's going to join us. I've sent the link. But uh, Scott says, Chris, you said about a week ago, can we catch Manchester United? Well, after what happened at the weekend and their new fixture pile up, I believe it's four games in eleven days. I, I, I'll, I'll take your word for it, Scott. Mm. We've got we've got four games in eleven days as well, so we are the same as them, as we said earlier, uh, Craig. Although you, you did correct me, quite rightly correct me. We've got Friday, Wednesday, Saturday, yeah. Wednesday, Saturday. You know, it. it mm. <laughs> I still, I don't, I don't think second is out out of the window. You know, Man United are looking at the Europa League now. Um, and either way, whether they win that or whether they, I suppose, whether they finish second, they're going to be in the Champions League. But Ollie's the pressure's on him. You know, this is the first time he's got past the semi-final. He's lost three or four before that. Um, he, he's, got, he's got to win something, so the pressure's on him. I honestly still think deep down, I'm, I'm not saying we will do, but I don't think it's out of the realms of possibility. No, it's definitely not. You know, the fact is that uh, I'm, not, I'm not sure how many points we are behind Man U. Um, but the fact is, we if we beat them... Funny, funny you should ask that. Funny you should ask that. We are four points behind them. Okay. So if we beat them, yeah. technically we're one point behind them, you know. Yeah. And so if we, I mean, we just go out and win all our games. Um, yeah. They only need to drop a drop a point, so um, I think their goal difference may be better. But yeah, yeah you've you've got is. to strive it's for that, haven't you? You know, you've yeah. got to strive yeah. for it. I think we can't. We're in a position now where we do have to live the cliche and just take one one game at a time. One game at a time. Right. Well, let's just uh, invite um, Jane. He's going to pop in just for a few minutes to say how worried he is about playing Leicester tomorrow night. <laughs> Good evening, Jay. Hi, Jay. All right. You, you spilt something on your chest, by the way. You got something black and white on your chest. I don't know what it is. It's black and white, <laughs> yeah. It's, um, yeah, it's a football team. Uh, <laughs> Morphy, black and white, you know, United. Yeah. Or two, remember, what, remember, what, remember, guys, what I said last night, subtitles will be available. <laughs> no, <laughs> so, we are good enough. Yeah, better than <laughs> Jay... Do, do you? Sort of, I mean, I know you predicted a one nil, but like we've always said, we can never yeah. predict score lines against that team. Um, can you see yourself winning tomorrow? Hundred percent, hell yeah, hundred <laughs> <100%. laughs> percent. Every fan I know, we're going to win tomorrow. We need to win. 
But that's, I mean, in, that's, that, in that's confidence for you, isn't it? You know, I mean, the thing that we that we hope here, I think me and Craig, is the fact that you never know what Steve's gonna, Steve Bruce is gonna do, and let's hope tomorrow he just makes a cock up of the selection again. Probably will. You know what Steve Bruce is like? He probably change the side again, make it. I've been playing, but I want a better side tomorrow. Strong going forward, Defend, strong defence, and hopefully we can get the win. Tomorrow night. And, and just remind us of your score prediction again, Jay. 1-0. All the way. 1-0. Callum 1-0. <laughs> I don't know about you, Craig, because I, 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 and I said this to, to Jay earlier, Callum Wilson was somebody I thought we should have gone for in the summer. I must admit, I, was, I wasn't sure. I wasn't overly impressed with him at, at Bournemouth. I thought he needed a lot of chances to, to score. Mm. As I said earlier in the show, I've been more impressed with him since he's been at Newcastle and the way that he's led the line. He's quicker than I thought he was, to be fair. And he does stretch teams. You know, he plays right on the shoulder of the last man. He needs to work on just holding it back a little bit because he runs offside so many times. But... It keeps the defenders honest, as I say, and and I've I've been quite impressed with him this season, to be fair. Would, would you? I mean, we need we need somebody to replace Vardy to play alongside Inacho, mm. and and no disrespect to Jay, but you know if they if they just stay up, there's a couple of their players, St. Maxim Wilson, that. If a club comes in, I'm sure Ashley's going to sort of, you know, grab the money and run sort of thing. Would you go in for Wilson? I think it's a tricky one, isn't it? I think, mm. uh, you know, we we don't tend to look at short term. I know he's not he's not old. He's not as old as Jamie. He's got a few more years in him. Mm. But I would imagine for the money that Newcastle would want, he would probably be out of the bracket. Um he probably needs a couple of another season. It, it's difficult, you know. He's not had a full season with Newcastle at the minute. You know, he's been injured yeah. quite a lot, but he has looked impressive. And yes, you know, in hindsight, maybe he's, he's somebody that we could have gone for uh, when he was at yeah. Bournemouth. I think it would take quite a big fee now to to prize him away from Newcastle. Maybe we should just go for St Maxim. I know you're saying Jay that he wants to stay, but um, yeah, he wants money, money, money talks. Money, money talks. <laughs> Maybe he's trying to get a contract extension by saying that. Jay, give your channels a shout out. My channel, yeah, it's a um, channel about Newcastle. That, you know, passing retro to say got the If you can say it behind me back. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm to say, you know, special needs kid who does football for a living. Football title, if you want to know who it is, it's just on there. Retro to say, please subscribe to the channel, we more appreciate it. It made me so delightful. Yeah, and mm-hmm. inside, as a castle fan. I think what he was saying there, guys, is give him a follow. He's on Retro in UFC. We need one of those little women in the corner that's sort of doing all that, don't we? Jay, I'm going to have to move it on because I've got to wrap this one up and then I've got another show at half eight again. I'd wish you luck tomorrow, Jay, but I'm serious. Honestly, mate, I wouldn't mean it. But for the rest of the season, for the rest of the season, good luck. And I hope hope you get Bruce and Ashley out, mate. 100%, 100%, mate. 100% out. <laughs> Cheers, bro. Take care. Cheers, stay guys. safe. Speak to you soon. Take care, man. Take Cheers. Care, Cheers. Thanks. Thanks to Jay for popping in there. Um, 
I'm just giving his thoughts. I can say, if any of you understood it, please write it down and, and send it in to me. Uh, he's a lovely guy, lovely guy, but I do really struggle, always have done, with the Geordie accent. Um, uh, Scott's just reminding me there, yeah, Man United do actually have a game in hand because of the Liverpool game. That is very true. Um Right, it's that time of the show again, and we're going to have to move things along pretty quickly yeah. now because, like I say, we have got another show coming up. But we are going to be looking at the team that Craig thinks uh, Brendan will go for straight after this. Leicester Till I Die TV, your first choice for everything Leicester City. Tune in and join in now. Indeedy. Right, uh, he's in your squad, isn't he? Indeed, he. Yes. <laughs> we, that's, that, that's not a spoiler alert. No, Got to ask you though, is H in it? Well, no. To be to be honest, uh, I, I mean, let's not even go there. You know what? <laughs> just let's let's make the word of the day disappointment, shall we? <laughs> we could we could talk for an hour on this one, so I'm going to have to move on. All I will yeah. say, the last comment comment on H is my God, he's let himself go since steps, hasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> sorry, 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 sorry. Here we go. This this is pretty much what you said earlier was the same team as last week, but with changes. Yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah, same team, but a uh, bit different. Um, yes, you know, I, I think you know how I used to go for a three-one and just kept doing it until um, until I got it right. I think I'm going to continue to put Ricardo back in this team <laughs> until he actually plays. Um, I mean, listening listening to to Brendan's comments, I wasn't sure about Evans, but listening to his comments over the last couple of days, it sounds like Evans is going to be fit. There's no tear. Um, in the foot, uh, apparently, so he's fit to play. He made encouraging uh, noises about Ricardo, um, who's getting fitter, and he said he will be fit to to play some part. And then went on to say that he's looked really good in training. So, for me, I think Thomas has been a little bit disappointing. I know we're expecting a lot of a young nineteen-year-old, but maybe four games uh, in a short period of time, maybe a little bit too much for him. So. I've gone with a, a move to uh, Castagna over to the left and bringing Ricardo in um, on the right-hand side. And the only other change is... Um, controversial one, Rob. I have to say. Controversial one. <laughs> well, I think Rob touched on it earlier, didn't he? Um, yeah, for me, I was disappointed in Madison. Um, so I've, I've put Perez back in there. I think Perez has done well when he's played uh, against his old team um, since he's come to us. And for me, Madison... The biggest disappointment for me with Madison last week wasn't necessarily his performance, but it was his body language. He looked a little bit, uh, not disinterested, but but down. You know, he seemed to be mm. looking when his shots were going wide. He was looking around as if it was everyone else. I was disappointed with a number of times he actually got on the ball or came looking for the ball. For me, he was, he was a bit too happy to let the game pass him by. And uh, I don't think he's in a position to be doing that. I think he needs to be showing us that you know, he is, he is one to build the team around. Um, and he's not done that for me. He was disappointing. So for me, Perez, um, when he was, when Madison was injured and Perez was playing in that little pocket, he did really, really well. And uh, yeah. as I say, playing against his old team, I think he's, uh, I think it's, it's, it's worth a shout putting him back in instead of Madison. 
Um, well, all I will say is, again, I've spoken to a few Newcastle fans and Jay earlier, and I did actually offer Jay, I said, you know, come on, you're, you're down at the bottom there. You know, you need some good players in the summer. Do you fancy having Perez back? Yeah. <laughs> and um, his answer was, thankfully, a bit, you know, un- not not understandable, shall we say, but I think he basically was a no, you know, <laughs> but uh, they don't want him back. He, I don't know. He just... I wanted to like him so much, and I just think he, for me, with Madison, to be honest with you, um, you just don't, he can just, I mean, that goal, let's go right back to the start of the season, that goal that he got against Man City, and let me just take your team down now, uh, otherwise you yeah. can't see my, my, my beautiful features, there I am, um, I don't, I should be able to actually, and what I was trying to do there when you saw me changing sizes and everything, was we should be able to bring a picture up and have us two at the side of it, and I don't know, don't know how that is, why that is not working for me, but hey-ho, um, you know, Madison can pull off that one moment of, um, you know, one special moment that can turn the game. Uh, I, I, I can never say I, I would believe Perez does that. And I want to look, I want to like Perez. I defended him so much, but it, he's a squad player for me, nothing more. Yeah, but squad players have to play at some points and uh, and you have to use squad players to put pressure on those who think they've got a God-given right to be in the team. You know, you've got if you're building a, a, a squad, you know, then you've got to perform. You know, we've seen it. You know, you've got to be ruthless. Uh, Raheem Sterling can't get anywhere near Man City's um, uh, first team at the, at the start these days because he's not performing and, and other players are. And what I would also say is, the I feel that when Madison plays, I'm not sure we get the best out of Tielemans, to be honest. Whether that's because um cheers, retro. Wait, whether that's because Madison drops a little bit deeper, I don't know, but it's almost like Tielemans goes into his shell a little bit and he's not on the ball as much. So I think there's a conundrum there that um, that Rogers needs to um, try and sort out. He'll have the same when Barnes comes back and getting that balance right. But for me, I thought Tielemans, whether it is just the number of games he's catching up with Tielemans, but the last couple of games when Madison has played, I think it's had a detrimental effect on Tielemans. Uh, and I'm hoping that with Perez playing, we'll see Tielemans play at the height of his game as well. Like we always say, football is a game of opinions and we, you know we, we, we don't agree always and you are usually right which i have to say <laughs> is very annoying but um but no that, that this this is why we love this is why we love um love football isn't it we all we all have our own mm. thoughts on it um it is um scott here thank Oh, sorry. I said, thank heavens then. Think Evans and Tillerman should be rested. And Madison seemed to be uh, asking to come off after holding on to his hip and finding every excuse to come off. And, uh, who knows? O- only he knows. Hubs uh, wants a shout out. Good evening, Hubs. How the devil are Hi, you, sir? I hope, I hope you well. Hi, Hubs. Hi, ho. It's off to the game we go. Boom, boom. Right, it's. <laughs> you think my jokes can't get any worse, but you know, you, oh, th- you, 
Oh, yes, indeed. You keep thinking I've gone as low as I can with my jokes, and I keep surprising you and going even lower. You know? um, right, it's that time. It is that time for the old score predictions. And I, say, I keep hating to say that I am I am leading the, um, the, 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 the prediction league, but I am. There's no two There's ways about it. Someone who hates to say it, you say it a lot. <laughs> I know, I know, and and every time I hate myself for saying it, but I just can't. You know, my therapist says it's good to share these sort of things. Right. So you know, um, unfortunately, Steve Walsh this week pinched my score. So because he's he's, he's sort of in second, I had to go for something different uh, just to try and get the three points off him. But and here we go, um, Steve Walsh three nil. Steve Linux 1-0 to Newcastle. He's agreeing with Retro there. But again, don't forget, <laughs> Steve's only got one right. No, he's got two right all season, and both of those were draws. So he's still he's still playing the old uh, reverse psychology card there. Big Marsh has gone 2-0, and I've gone 3-1, because I kind of can see Newcastle doing what Palace did to us and sneaking a goal. Mm. I uh, I can see the same, and that's why I'm going to go for a bit of a squeaky bum 2-1. Two, 2-1. One. Two, one. To be honest with you, um, obviously saying I don't want to shout out, can you scream hi? No, I can't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, if we go, uh, Scott, if we're going off Craig's team, then 2-1 Leicester in a different formation to his. Uh Peter Hydes, good evening, Peter. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Thanks for popping on here. Pete Hydes has gone four two there. Uh, I I thought I was you were going to go for three one because I I pinched it off you. No, Chris. No, you're quite welcome to that one, mate. You'd you'd already had to change. Uh, so it, it was nice that you couldn't go the same as Steve, but then you thought it was okay to pinch mine. But you know, <laughs> well, I know my place. I know my I place. Know. Craig, Craig Bird, Steve Walsh, Craig Bird, Steve, yeah. Daddy Chips, Daddy Chips, Daddy Chips. What can I do? I know it. I know it's time to go um, because Melina's appeared. So <laughs> I do know that it's time. Melina, oh, she's misters. She's misters talking up uh, and and the the loving for Arsenal and the uh, and the Europa League. She, indeed she has. And I don't know, honestly, Melina, you carry on doing that, and I will be replacing you as a mod. <laughs> I'll tell Thanks, you, I've got, them, I've, I've got Thank them queuing up. I've got them queuing up. David's going for a 2-0. Uh, Melina, I'm sorry to say this, but, yeah, if you get through tonight, we want you to lose in the final. <laughs> sorry, Anna. It's nothing personal. We just want Arsenal to lose because you ain't pinching our Champions League point place from being bloody 10th in the table, I'll tell you. <laughs> but uh, either way, it's going to be squeaky bum time tomorrow. But um, thanks very much, uh, Craig. It's been a pleasure having you on. Um, like you, uh, like you say, um, it is going to be squeaky bum time tomorrow. But uh, ways old, wise old sage that you are, I'm sure you'll uh, you'll be close with your prediction. Let's hope so. Cheers, everyone. Cheers, Chris. Thanks very much. All the best, mate. Take care. So that is it. Um, I'm off to do another show with. Um, uh, a Newcastle site, um, the the tune review, I believe it is. I, I can't keep up with it all, and 
we are here to, uh, to just to say before we go don't forget to give us a subscribe uh lester till i die tv on youtube we would thank you very much for any subscriptions and later on tonight if you want to listen back to this in podcast form we will be on anchor fm google podcasts amazon music apple itunes spotify podcast addict and your favorite podcast platform that's going to be a while off though because uh, i'm say nipping off to do the show thanks very much everybody for joining us in uh last couple of comments coming uh up and um scott says um thank you very much and um retro we're all right for mods at the moment because i've also got brad that does it as well so we're fine but i will keep you in mind for the future um thanks very much guys i'm going to be back tomorrow at about 10 past seven as we do the preview show so i hope you can join us for that and of course afterwards it'll be a late one get your carpet slippers and your cocoa out your sleeping hat on for the post-match show which will be about quarter past 10 it's a late one it's a late one and i need my beauty sleep because as you can see from this i'm not getting enough <laughs> thanks very much guys i'll see you tomorrow night here's to the win take care stay safe Hello, matt elliott here be sure to watch lester till i die tv on youtube and follow all their social media platforms for all the latest updates and news on leicester city football club thanks for watching leicester till i die this is chris saying goodbye and see you next time so people are on the pitch they think it's all over it is now Network. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Ultimate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.